This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good morning, everyone. Morning, morning. Good morning, Amy. Morning. <laughs> How are you? Can everyone hear us okay on the uh, and see us okay on the video? Just give us a little thumbs up if you can. I might need to get my headphones. This is very not okay. You okay, Dave? I'm okay, yeah. I'm How okay. are you feeling after last night? I'm feeling great. Another win, another four points, uh, another three points, should we say? And um, it's it's all it's all group. All of a sudden, everything is rosy in the garden, and you're looking that- you're looking. Considering you've been out for a, a race this morning, uh, running around, uh, how did you get on, by the way? Fine. I mean, it's virtual racing because we're not allowed to actually race each other. But OK, it was very windy and very wet. Um, so I literally just got into the house 20 minutes ago, hence why we're a little bit late. So it's not Dave's fault. It's completely my fault. No, he was probably yeah, there about half an hour Half an hour early. <laughs> two, sec- two seconds ago, you were moving washing from the one side, weren't you, as well? She's like, oh. Tell anyone about my washing. My washing was in the background. But anyway, it's very unprofessional this morning. <laughs> we're loving it. We're loving it. And uh, so we're all ready to go. Um, and we've already got in the in the green room, Michael, Scott, Thomas, Paul, Brent, and speedy and we've already got over 50 in uh, watching in the chat at the moment which is absolutely wonderful and um amy i mean obviously it was a late finish and obviously when it's sort of like an eight o'clock start eight o'clock start and it's not finishing till sort of 10 o'clock and with all the stuff we have to do it's it's quite late especially yeah you know when we have to get up in the morning nice and early so how are you feeling the night after and what's your sort of Thoughts about the game? You got have, who's your man of the match? I'm going to be interested to see your man of the matches and your, your rating for the performance before we get bring on our guests. So many questions there, Dave. Well, I think, I mean, this just shows why we are football fans at the end of the day, doesn't it? Because three weeks ago we played Palace, dismal performance at Palace, which I think we all agree, no fight, no interest, no one seems to want to be there. 
three weeks later, we've dropped two points against Leicester and put in a very good performance when you can't grumble at that nil-nil draw against Leicester. And they've won the rest. So we, everyone that was, I like to say that I was still positive in that situation. It was frustrating, but still positive. But, you know, they've turned it around and we knew, we knew that they had the capability to do it. They just, we just went through a bad patch that we've not experienced in three years. So I guess everyone, everyone's so used to the, the good performances, the wins, the, you know, everything about that, that it's just you just have blips in time as life it's life in general isn't it cats here and um so yeah so i just thought that performance last night was just so good there's just everything about it to me i actually really enjoyed it i really enjoyed watching them play for the first time in weeks i just it, it, it they just left dot came back from where they left off against southampton in the second half they all got fired. They all seemed fired up, and it was it was just really good to watch. And another, I looked early today, and Leeds have only not scored again in four games this year, this season, and two of those games against Wolves. The other one is Brighton and Spurs, and they've you know they've scored against every other team in the league. So to keep another clean sheet against a very good Leeds side, I just thought everything about the performance last night was really good. Um, Rui was my man of the match. I am um, intrigued to see who it will be. Whether you agree with mine, Rui. Boo for the second. second <laughs> I didn't even know that you'd said Rui. Actually, yeah, I didn't no. even know. But I mean, you say he just kept us in the game. They had. They should have. They should have finished better. Some of their shots, um, hundred percent, because they were. If they'd have been down the other end, you'd have been a bit annoyed that they'd not put them away in that that offside was a little bit closer than I think we all thought when it went to VAR. I think Cody's foot nearly didn't I've, get I've us to win. I've got to be honest with you, when you first saw it, you think, oh, he's miles off. And when they started looking at it on VAR, you're going, oh, my God, is which which one's the line for uh, for Cody? But we did get away. It was a good finish from Bamford, to be fair. Mm, he had a few good chances, didn't he? I mean, both teams did. It was just end-to-end. You know, and okay, little bit of luck with the goal. Some people will say, but he struck that so well. If Adama hadn't hit, have hit it as hard as he did, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't have ricocheted the way that they did, and it wouldn't have bounced off the keeper. So it, oh, it was Adama's goal. The, the, I mean, I'm so pleased for him. I mean, it, it was an absolute thunderbolt, and I like how and Nuno's inverted the, the wingers and they can run inside. That suits Adama especially. The way he hit that shot. And when he hit the bar, I thought, oh, I'm lucky. And then it bounced down and it, the keeper had bounced over the line. We're having a bit of luck uh, in the last few games and I think we're, we're, we're well overdue it. Before we get on uh, to bring in our guests, um, Tom Hancock, it's his dad's birthday. Uh, so can we give Phil a shout out? Happy birthday, Phil. Happy birthday. Enjoy your day. And all around here, look, he is watching from Philadelphia of the US of A, 6am. And um, those that, uh, I don't know whether you know this, but the Philadelphia Eagles are my NFL team. I do, I've adopted them as my team, the Philadelphia Eagles. They were absolutely rubbish this year, but I don't know whether, whether all around is, a, is an Eagles fan. Um, so we've got like loads on again today or backstage. The first up, let me change the um, the background. Get the timer ready as well. I've got my timer ready. Yeah, we're going to bring on Michael. 
Hello, Michael. How are we doing? You all right? Hi, Michael. You okay? Glad you joined us this yeah. morning, mate. Yeah, good, good, good. You still enjoying Thomas's punditry? We do. I think he's backstage as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, have you had a foot? They've had a fallout. They're not coming on together. <laughs> no, we're, we're in different homes at the moment, so. Oh right. Let's go. So yeah, so I, I yes, I said I'd go on this morning. So yeah, it was about was it two three weeks since I've been on, and a lot's changed. To be honest, we were talking about whether you know we were sure we would stay up, and now we're sort of looking at can we have a little sort of late burst into Europe. So it it, it can all change so quickly. Absolutely, absolutely, it can. That you know, that's football, isn't it? It you get a, a few a few wins, a few run under your belt, and you you know you're good to go again. No, no, no. It's it's been really good. I've still got that little niggle though. I can't get rid of it. That we could be playing Bournemouth in the quarterfinal of the FA Cup. You've um, just got to get over that, Michael. You've just got to get over. To <laughs> the two of you, if you could choose if, at the start of the season, if you could have chose one. A place in the Europa League for next season or an FA Cup final appearance, what would you have gone with? Um are we assuming the fact that fans can't be can't be there? Um no, maybe, yeah. Um a Europa spot. Because I'm just I'm just saying that they'd lose the final. We wouldn't have been able to be there. Yeah. Then they're in Europe anyway, so that's what it, that's a bit not a very straight answer, but that's what I'm that's the polit- political answer that I'm going to give you. Do you know what? <laughs> do you know what, Michael? Um, I was talking about this on my live watch along yesterday, and I'm loving the fact that you can see the confidence seeping back into the team. You can just see we have had a lot of luck in the last few games. I mean, the, the Arsenal game, if you'd have said. 44 minutes into the Arsenal game would have had 10 points from from that all of those games of you know from how we should have been four nil down at that at that time and now it's turned I mean amazing but in the answer to your question I am niggled by the FA Cup as well because I felt it was an opportunity however Amy made me feel a lot better when she said to me and uh, messaged me and she said, "Do you worry, would you really want to watch the FA Cup sat on your sofa? And the answer to that is, no, I wouldn't. I'd want to, I want to be, my dad's lifelong dream, and he's like now 83, 84, is to go to an FA Cup final and sing abide with me. I will tell you now, I will probably blubber at yeah. abide with me. The, the, the emotion would be amazing. So not to be able to, ha- to get to the FA Cup final and not to be able to have that experience with my dad, um, yeah, you know, in the stands, I'd feel would be a loss. So I'd rather just wait a year. But I, I do think it's a, a missed opportunity. So this year, if I was, to, if we were to get a European place for next season, um, and then we can guarantee getting to the FA Cup final the year, that next year as well, I'd t- I think I'd take that. But I do get your point. I think a lot of fans. I do feel- get. I do get the point as well. I do think, especially with how things were going. It was just more of a disappointment that he didn't go for the cup, and now we're on the back of two league wins. It's a bit frustrating because you think if they'd played against they did played against Leeds like they did against Southampton in the cup. Can't get my words out this morning. Um, then I don't think Southampton would have had a chance of getting through that cup game. So it's frustrating. But then if they'd have won the cup and then they'd have lost two on the bounce in the league, would have all been sat here like. And then we could have still been not. I don't know. It's all circumstantial, isn't it? It's just 
But yeah, I do. I mean, it would be nice to see them in the final. It'd be nice to be seeing them win the cup. But then the selfish part of me has been like, I'd have hated to not be in there. <laughs> Just two very quick points. The first one: How bad does Jose need a goal? Bless him at the moment. It, it, you can see it in his face. You know, he's desperate to score. And the other thing was, I've seen um, I've seen on Twitter quite a lot of stick that Fabio's getting, and um, even our false fans. I think if we remember, if you go back 12, 18 months. Pedro Neto looked distinctly average to me. And in 12 to 18 months, he's built himself up and he now looks like he's going to be, you know, he's going to play for a big, big club. So I think we should remember that Fabio's very young. You know, he's got to grow. And, and that's exactly what Neto did over 12 to 18 months. And he's gone to who looked at a reasonable player to now somebody who looks like he's got the potential to be a world beater. I think Fabio could do the same thing. He's not as quick, but... Yeah. I, yeah. think a, I think that's a good point. I thought, actually, when Fabio came on last night um, for the end of the game, I thought he did really well when he came on. He had that one shot, OK? It, I don't know whether it took deflected, but it was a good shot. Um, and he was chasing the ball down from the front. He's got You can see he's got that desire in him. And I, I think you've got a, I think that's a fair point to, that you make, Michael, about, um, about him. You know... You, He's been thrown in the deep end quicker, only, and I he's think... Only, he's only five, six years older than Thomas. So, yeah. I think, you know, you'd have to think... He's so older. young. I've always been very team fab, so I don't... I I understand why people are frustrated, but I don't think it's necessarily the right approach, especially with a young player and, you know, playing devil's advocate here is people getting back on, on Silva's back when he's started five games and he's not scored and Sil- um, Jose's coming in and he's not done the same. So, OK, he's got a better hold at play. But if you're looking for goals, then it's not fair to be saying what everyone's saying to Fabio when Jose's not done the same. And I'm not, I'm not having to go at Jose at all. It's a different league. It's a different country. It's circumstantial. But people need to be careful with what they say. Okay, just quickly, Michael, because we're out, we're out of yeah. time. Uh, I've just got to finish off Rui. there to quickly get your man of the match and Rui. your performance rating. Rui Patricio, and I'll go for an eight. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us. Some brilliant comments today, uh, Michael. And we'll see young Thomas, your son, uh, is up the next but one. Next yeah. up, we're going to have Scott. Thanks for joining us, mate. Bye. See you soon. To those who are watching on the YouTube channel, um, you, obviously, you can see the beautiful cat that is Blossom. Uh, who, like, who likes to get on the uh, on the stream. If you're listening in the podcast, you, you I mean, describe Blossom for the people listening on the podcast, Amy. She's she's a British blue. She's like a mini wolf. She's grey and she's got golden black eyes. She she's very fluffy. She is a beautiful cat. And um, Scott has got another one of his retro tops on today. A key, I think that's a keeper's top you've got on, Scott. From what year is that? Uh, I think, if I remember correctly, this is the keeper's top with Will Norris's number on from the championship season. Actually, no. It might be the first season we was back in the Premier League. Yeah, it's Adidas, so it must be yeah. the first first season of the Prem. Yeah, I got it a while ago when I I wanted to try my hand in goalkeeping and didn't go according <laughs> to plan. So. But yeah, it's... It's something I just whacked off for this morning because everything else is in the wash. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, Scott? How do you feel after last night? I'm good. Um, Really happy. Four games, ten points. Um, A possible another three coming against Newcastle. Fingers crossed. 
They've been, uh, they're falling back into it, Newcastle. I feel like they could be start to become a relegation battle, to be honest I, with you. I'll tell you what, Amy, I looked at the table, obviously, I looked at the table with a lot more joy the last couple of uh, couple of games, and I was looking at the bottom three and wondering, I hope they don't put a run together. And now I feel quite chilled. I'm not worried about it. But I did look at it, and Fulham are only six points behind Newcastle now, and they're playing well. They're so, playing Sheffield United today as well, Fulham, so that's mm -hmm. an opportunity for them. I think that's a big game for both clubs. I think if Sheffield failed to win that, they're gone. I think it's going to be pretty much the same for, for the Baggies. Uh, they're playing Burnley. They're, they've got to win that game. And I think I think there's probably one spot that could still be up for grabs. And Newcastle, um, really, if Fulham win today, there's three points in it. Absolutely. But if you look at the fact as well that they beat Everton and they probably wasn't expecting to, to beat Everton, and then to find out that I've got Sheffield United next as well. If I was a Fulham fan, I'd be hopeful of getting out of there. Yeah. Um, and if we can help them by beating Newcastle, which also helps us even better, uh, especially with the fact that we've got Liverpool, Man City and Villa all coming up as well in March. So it's yeah. going to be a game that we could do with another three points. But yeah, absolutely proud of them last night. Um, it was an entertaining game to watch from both teams. Very good uh, play to watch. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, lead, you can see Leeds under Bels... Uh, I can't pronounce his name. Bielsa? Bielsa, that's the one. Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> under them, they've, they're a great side. A lot different from when we played them in the Championship. And, um, yeah, to see them come to Molyneux and attack and try their best to do effort score was always going to be always going to happen. But I always have confidence in our defence, especially... With Rui at the back as well, who had probably one of the best games he's had in recent memory. Um, and it was one of them where we needed a bit of luck, I reckon, to have got the goal. And I thought it would have come from Neto. I wasn't expecting Troyori to score because that, <laughs> was, that was probably the only thing Troyori did all game for me um, compared to what Neto did on the other side. Um, yeah. But I'm so happy for him to get a to get a goal. Even though it's not classed as his goals, classed as an own goal. Um, in my eyes, it's still his goal. It was a great shot, and uh, we got the look. But no, um, I think all the lads played well yesterday. Um, Neto for me shined a lot, and that was just partly down to his work rate. He was all over the place and listening to his mom by shooting a lot as well. I so, feel like he. I feel like he had a better first half. I feel like he fell hmm. a bit. He still had a fantastic game. Don't get me wrong, but. Um, if you'd have asked me a man a match at the end of the first half, I'd have said Neto. I yeah. think he didn't seem as on it. And there was that one chance where I think he should have played Jose. And I did think he was a little bit selfish on that the, in the second half. It's interesting you should say that because Mr. Blue Sky has just mentioned that uh, in the comments. Amy said Josie needs more service. Disappointed Neto when Josie was in a great position because he was, wasn't he? Mm. Running in, he a tap in. Yeah. Jose was quite quiet and I don't think that was down to him because he was getting in all the positions that he should be getting into it was just that either the, the the ball coming into him wasn't good enough or they just chose to go and shoot instead of going for um going to him but yeah it's one of them as well where if it pays off and we get a win from it then I'm well, happy yeah it's fine isn't it it doesn't succeeded, matter <laughs> yeah but his, his day will come his day will come and it'll be one of them where he has made the team in a way, a lot stronger than what it was by his hold-up play and the fact that, you know, I don't think he's ever gave away a bad pass since he's played for us. And that's because he's he's always looking for the runs of Neto and Traore and he's playing it off to them and then getting back into those positions, waiting for the ball to come back in. 
But um, no, I'm I'm really I'm really happy because of the fact of ten points from four games. You got Newcastle who were down the bottom. You would think that we've got a good chance of getting three points there. And then anybody who ever thought that was in a relegation battle, this just sums it up that we never was. We just needed yeah. to hold out with the injuries, trust in Nuno to get the to get them uh, working, and it's paid off. And I hope it continues. Like I don't think we'll get anything at City. Um, I do think we could do Villa over, but we can't underestimate them because it's Villa at the end of the day. And Liverpool, with the way Liverpool are being at the minute, we should try and take advantage of that and try and get something out of that as well. Um, but, just but... quick thoughts as well, because there's a good point here from uh, from Mr Tree. Um, thoughts on Neves' progression? Um, love to see his feel is obviously more aggressive, running forward, scoring goals. Do you, th- yeah, do you think yeah, it, yeah. since he's had the baby... He kind of like that's helped because obviously his child. He, he, he had to watch his child be born didn't he, on a video camera on the thing, and his wife was very heavily pregnant. I've seen the last two or three games. He seems to be a lot more on it. Well, I said in, pre- in like previous times I've been on here, like Neves' work rate's immense. Like he was the only one that seemed like he wanted it more. He was the only one that was fighting for it more. To yesterday was probably one of his quieter games, but I think that's because everything when you're watching the game. If you had to pick a an instance like from the first half, it was all Neto. Give the ball to Neto. Neto was like running at them, shooting at them, doing everything. And it made everybody else kind of quiet on the pitch because you're not really looking out for them. Um, but I think because Leeds stepped up their game, they came to us, they came with a determined to attack and try and get a result out of it. I think our whole team as a whole stepped up to try and do the same, try and attack, attack them with their attack with our attack. And that's why it was such an entertaining game because one minute we're on the attack, one minute they're on the attack. Mm, it's very end-to-end, wasn't it? Oh, definitely. And it was it was a great game to watch. And I honestly thought, like I was saying to my dad, like it's one of them where if we don't get a goal soon, Leeds are going to score because Leeds were piling that pressure on in that second half. And then when Traore got that goal with the look that he got, that we got, it was one of them where I was like, that's come at a really good time. And he proved it when Bamford went and put it in the back of the net not long after. Lucky enough, offside. Um, but it's one of them where I'm. I'm glad that we we got the win. Um, doesn't matter how we got it, but we got the win. But we need to carry on with this momentum now and try and take that to Newcastle next. Absolutely. If, if March is probably going to be the toughest month we're going to face uh, coming near the end of the season now in games. So it's one of them where we need another three points just to help us a little bit and then try and get something out the next three. Absolutely. So quickly, Scott, who is your man of the match and your rating? Well, like you said, Neto, first off, it would have been him. But I've got to give it to Rui because Rui, that was probably one of his best games. Um, And I was proud because of all the criticism that he's had in recent times. It was good to see him pull off the saves that he did and keep us in that game. Because Leeds, like I said, Leeds were going to get a goal at one point if we didn't hold our line, so to speak. Uh, Rating for the game, I'd definitely give it a eight. Um, because there are still stuff we need to work on. This we're not like Nuno says with this. We're not the finished article yet. We're still repairing. Like for example, Marcel came on for Johnny, and then Marcel had to come off because he wasn't fully fit enough to play. And it was a shame to see because it's one of them where I think the system with Johnny's working, bringing him on for a certain amount of time, and then taking him away um, to give Marcel that time to ease back into it. But I think it's a bit too soon for Marcel. That's why he had to come off. But um, a lot of people were worried on Twitter as well yesterday that Johnny might be 
uh, injured again. But as far as I'm aware, from what I've seen on his Instagram and other places, he's not injured. I get Thomas on his waiting in the background. What's she what's she writing? Uh definitely eight. Definitely eight. Definitely we, an eight. Uh, yeah. Scott, thanks for um for, for coming on again and talking. I'll uh, I'll drop you a message afterwards about a couple of other things I want to talk to you okay. about. Okay. And um have a great day, mate. Well, I've got four kids to entertain now, so it's gonna be a busy one. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Almost right a cyber side team. Oh no, yeah, we just need one more. <laughs> all right, take care, right. mate. All the best. Bye. Bye. So there's Scott. Uh, next on, uh, we've got um, Michael's young son. Always talks really well. Welcome, Thomas. Hi, Thomas. Hello. Family affair today. You okay? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Much better after that win, because. Uh, one thing was really promising after last night. We had the 1-0 lead and we didn't back off. We still went and went and went at them. And I think Absolutely. that was something that we've missed from quite a lot of games. And um, I feel like uh, after last night, you look at the confidence. I thought Neto, he was more confident than anyone on the pitch. And, I mean, his mum, assistant coach for me, I mean... <laughs> telling him to shoot more. I mean, yeah, that yeah, Melier made that good save. Was it going top corner or not? I'm not sure. I think Melier positioned himself quite well because I feel like Neto is brilliant because even though he is very predictable, he makes himself unpredictable. When he cuts in, you can't do anything about it. When we had that chance where he did like that step over and then that pass was just too heavy. That's when you see he's got the potential. Um, yes, he should have passed to William, but um, with his confidence, I didn't think he would have. And um, I think William played um, well last night. You can see him sort of growing a bit more into the team. There are a few, uh, few moments where he sort of held off his man, won the foul, stopped the play and stopped their momentum, which then gave us possession. Now only seven points off Europe. I said to Dad last night on FaceTime, is this it? Are we going to do the impossible? So there's still 14 games left, I think. I know, there's still so many games left. And I think yeah. everyone's kind of beating each other as well, aren't there? Apart from City, it's very, it's probably one of the most competitive seasons within the Premier League, to be fair. I think if we can snatch seventh, I think City or... One of the big teams will win the FA Cup, which means teams like um, Everton or Bournemouth, if somehow they're doing a miracle. Because I fancy them to beat Southampton. I think they'll Thomas, beat Thomas, do you realistically think Wolves can get seventh place? Yes. You've got to hope. You've got to believe. <laughs> Everyone's believe. so positive Amy, and hopeful. Amy, Amy, remember when we were talking a few weeks ago, we were like, oh... I hope we win because we want to have some more positivity. And now, look at the positivity. Look at it. All about Amy positivity. Loves, Amy loves the positivity, Thomas. Well, we all do. But I mean, you make a fair point, Thomas, because you say about the cup, but I honestly think that City could win the quadruple this year, which would be amazing to see. Um, because I don't it's never been done before, I don't think. Um, but they'll win the League Cup because that's their cup. They're gonna win the league. You see them win the FA Cup, and then I think they're going to give the Champions League a good run. So, you know, 
I don't think we'd have had much chance against them anyway in the cup. I don't, I don't, I don't think we're, uh, don't think we're going to be City. I think Liverpool. Um, I mean, Allison, and I think it's just that of cohesion of bringing in that centre back for them. Uh, I asked you a couple of times on stream about which uh, defender you'd like, and I'd, 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 I mean, we were linked with Ruben Diaz, but obviously mm. he's going to pick, he's going to pick City. Anyone would at the moment, but um. Just a solid centre back that could play the ball out from the back is what I think we need. Um, I think Thomas, I think that's going to be um, a priority uh, for Wolves in the summer window. Um, I think the summer window is going to be um, quite an important, yeah, quite an important one for us um, because not just from the transfer, but the players need a rest. They need to see their families. They need to have a holiday. And Nuno needs to have proper. If he's going to change and play more permanent back four, he needs more of more training with them. Where he's we only had is it two weeks ago, Amy, between the start of last year's two season. Two weeks, which yeah, that's not a pre-season. You just pick up from where you left off, don't you? You don't try anything new. So I think, it, and I think that's shown with them going back to you know back five. It just they just know their role so much better. They've all played in the system for so long, and especially with Johnny coming back in. I mean, he's fundamental to that way that they play. So that's just lifted their confidence, hasn't it? Johnny coming back. I think that's really key to note with the improved performances. Is there's a direct link to that little Spaniard coming back? Well, yeah. that's a great point. Mm, and so. uh, I thought last last night there was some real uh, positive. Um, uh, sort of link-up player. I think when Aid Nuri came on, there was a moment where he sort of dropped the shoulder, went on, and then the pass, and then pass. It was a lot more smooth, and because there were some moments where there's a loose ball, and Neves will pick out some sort of pass that we don't know. Also, Rui Patricio is a legend. He is. <laughs> he is. He's the biggest reason we won that game. Him and Adama, because yeah. Adama. Adama uh, suddenly shot up as well. Everyone had this confidence. And, I mean, I went into that thinking this is going to be high scoring. But 1-0 twice against Leeds. A clean sheet again. Um, and, I mean, there's that little bit of hope that we can still get into Europe. I it, I mean, we, we've got to depend on other teams as well. Um, but apart from that, I, I, also, I also thought Cody did well last night. It must be some. It must be something about Southgate. He must just turn. I said to Dad. I, hear it. I heard it. Southgate was there last yeah, night. Yeah, he was there. They put him on the camera. On the camera. Yeah, I think that that performance will be big if he wants to get into England. Uh, yeah. Um, he just suddenly turned into this world class centre back. There was one point where the ball smashed into his head, and he was on the ground, and at the same time he looked exhausted, and you can. It shows how. Uh, when you look when we concede, like when we did, um, or when we lose in the final minutes, he really he drops to the ground because he's so gutted, and that shows passion for me in the club. Um, Samedo again has got to improve on his finishing, but uh, I thought he did well. I thought he had a good game last night, Samedo. Yeah. I thought he's played well the last few games, to be honest, yeah. Samedo. I think he's grown into the lead. Yeah, and that was a real, you have to say, that was a, I mean, I know Neto gets criticism probably, and probably that one opportunity when he should have passed to Jose, he went for the goal, he's full of confidence, he, his head was down, if he'd have looked up, there was a pass on, 
but the the, the little outside of the, uh, the, the of the boot flick to, to set Samada up. Yeah. That 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 was instinctive that he did that, and it was that was good to see as well. Yeah. So for that, because Samada probably should have done better to finish it. But he still uh, had a shot. Yeah, shot. Thomas, you've got a minute and a half left, so we need your man of the match and your overall rating for the performance. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change the man of the match from everyone else, and I'm gonna go with Cody. I thought he did well last night. Quite a few challenges, got caught late as well, but he always seems to power on through every match. And um, the rating, I think I said eight in the stream. I'm gonna go eight. Eight again because uh, we we should have done better when defending set pieces. I thought, yeah, because they look really from that. But overall, a really good performance, good signs, and uh, a chance for Europe. And um, Patrick Moran says, um, um, I think this is addressed at you, Thomas. A clever and positive young man really knows his football. So take that as an as a compliment, mate. <laughs> right, Brill. Well, it's lovely to have you on again, Thomas. A good weekend, and we'll speak to you next time. Thank you. Take speak care, mate. Later. So back in the green room at the moment, uh, we've got Paul, Speedy, Manny, and Bib. I think Bib might be a first time, uh, a first time caller. And I have got to say as well, my dad. I rang him on FaceTime earlier, and he's feeling a lot better. He's told me. That he's going to be what he's going to try and get the YouTube up on his telly, and he's going to be watching it, watching everyone. So everyone's put up, put say hi to Magic Marsh in the comments because hopefully my dad, hello dad, <laughs> is watching this one. So um, next up we've got Paul, who sometimes get is known as oh, Jotter. It's Jotter, Jotter's back. Morning. Hi, hi, Paul, Jotter. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm very good, thanks. Good I can't remember you. when we last spoke to you. Was it after the Chelsea game? It was, yeah, after that nil-nil at Chelsea, yeah. And how how do you feel now? How because it was quite a positive conversation after the Chelsea game, wasn't it? So, what? How have your thoughts and feelings towards their performances, the results? How have they changed in that period of time? Yeah, I think you said performances and results there, and I think both of those have improved since uh, since we last spoke and. I think the performances have improved down to two things. We look a lot more solid, again, like our old selves at the back, hard to play against. But we also seem to have a bit more attacking intent. I know you can't say that about the first half at Southampton, but um, we came out looking to score the first goal last night, and I thought there was a real noticeable shift in how they approached the match. Yeah, I think I think for me, they're just... They just seem so much confident in themselves. Like before, you know, pre-Chelsea game, they just heads were down. It was just very negative. The whole body language and everything was very negative. So I think yeah. that's certainly it's, it's just obvious, isn't it? They're just coming on. They seem to be enjoy playing together, and it all just seems to be linking back together again, which is really nice to see. Yeah, I think Nuno deserves an awful lot of credit because of this inverted winger system that he's brought in since the half-time uh, in the Southampton match, he's realised that it wasn't working because you could... Um, Neto and Traore have been getting in quite a lot of crosses, particularly against Leicester from the byline from wide positions, but there's only been Jose in there, really. So he's, he's come up with a different solution, his favourite word. And um, for me, it's really working well. And 
two, maybe even three of the goals that we've scored since halftime against Southampton have been a direct result of this inverted winger system. They're linking up um, better now. Uh, they're closer to Jose, which allows other people to come into the attacks as well. So it's only quite a subtle tweak, but I think it's making a huge difference. Yeah, I agree. It's landed them because they naturally drift towards their more comfortable sides. And I think it's, I mean, the mist, you'd have thought they'd have discussed that before, but for Adama and Neto to come on the pitch second half against Southampton and play, which would you would argue be out their comfort zone and do it very effectively and very well, you know, hats off to those two players for making it look easy, to be fair, because I'm sure it's not as easy as it looks. Or, um, But yeah, no, I think you make a really good point there, Paul. And I think everyone who had their Nuno out placards ready can just go and put them in the bin again, please. Yeah, I was never in camp. Uh, I know you were, but we had a few people. <laughs> so what would, you, what would you like to see going into the Newcastle match, Paul? More of the same, really. Um, I'd like to see us going to Newcastle on the front foot. I'd like to see us score the first goal because I think we're such a dangerous team to play against when we are one goal ahead because we've got such um, such pace that we can hurt teams with on the break. But also we, we've proved over the past three, three seasons in the Premier League that we're more than capable of sitting in deep and protecting a lead. So that ability to sit deep and shut teams out and then exploit gaps with our pace on the break is a real weapon for us. Yeah. And not scoring the first goal 14 games in a row has really hurt us. And I think that's one of the main reasons that we slipped down the table. So um, Newcastle are very beatable. Um, it's big that they've got Callum Wilson out, I think, as well, because he's such a... He's their main goal threat, really, isn't he, Paul? Yeah. Big talisman for them. Um so, yeah, I want to see us go and score the first goal at Newcastle. And it's a winnable match, but it won't be easy. I know people will look at the fact that Newcastle are getting dragged into a relegation scrap and think, oh, we've got a divine right to go and get three points there. Um, they'll make us work for it. But I think we should definitely think that we can go there and pick up another three points and put a bit of pressure on some of those teams above us, like Tottenham, like Villa. Um, I think it's great that people haven't written the season off now because if you'd have asked us three or four games ago, the main aim probably was just to keep a bit of distance between us and the bottom three. Yeah, absolutely. If we if we take another four points, say, from the next two matches, who's to say that we can't go and finish the season on a high? And even if we don't qualify for Europe, which is a big ask, at least it's given us something to look forward to, a bit of optimism bit of positivity and then with the summer proper a proper summer break a good transfer window who's to say that we can't actually go on and, and really push for Europe again next season yeah thank can, you can I say Amy just before I come and ask one final question for you going to think you know Paul you know the athletic quiz that was run by uh, Tim Spears and uh, Jackie Oakley I don't know if you know about this there was a, a quiz there was a, over a hundred fans in this quiz Guess who won the quiz and is representing Wolves in the national final? Is this Paul? <laughs> our Paul, our Jota Paul. It is, it is. <laughs> oh, well, well done, Paul. That's fantastic. When's it's the really final? It's really enjoyable evening, Dave, wasn't it? You were part of it as well, weren't you? 
I was, but I didn't do anywhere near as good as you. I kept losing my internet connection on, on my app as well. It was like in timing out. And he literally, if you can imagine, obviously you've been a runner, but and you you know you, how you see on the Olympics how a runner comes off the bend and wins it at the end. I don't know where you were, but you came out of absolutely nowhere up the thing. And then there was one chap, I think it was Gully, wasn't he, from the fan cast that was winning it for most of the thing. I felt, you know, and um, Paul, right on the right at the last, he just literally took him on. It literally was a, almost a photo finish. How many points there was, did you get and how many points difference was there? It wasn't many. It was down to one questions difference, I think. But I really wasn't expecting to win. But I think Tim Spears is roughly the same age as me. And he yeah. wrote questions. So he's probably grown up like me, watching the same kind of Wolves team. Eras and games. Yeah, and so it. I think that really don't, You know, you've, you can only answer the questions that are in front of you, Paul. So don't, you won and that's fantastic. So that's great. Yeah, it was a real surprise. But in, um, in some of the boring times we've had during lockdown, it was a rare, exciting evening. <laughs> Do you know that's what the final is? It's um, something like the third week in March. They haven't confirmed it to me yet, but from what I understand, it's a bit more general knowledge about football. So I think there's there's going to be 20 fans because it's 20 Premier League teams. Yeah. So I'll do my best for the... Uh... Well, let us know how you get on and when it is, and we'll all be rooting for you. Thanks, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, Paul, we'll get you on here as well after to tell everyone how you've got on as well. Yeah, more than happy anytime. It's always good to have a chat. So just to finish off, who is your man in the match and what was your rating? Um, Thomas mentioned Connor Cody and he was outstanding. But in terms of who's made the difference between three points, one point and no points, it's Rui for me. Um, I'd give the rating eight because there is room for improvement. But um, a couple of other callers have mentioned defending from set pieces. That is yeah. something that to be addressed for Newcastle next week. And also our delivery of our attacking set pieces. When you compare Matinho's deliveries to Rafinha's last night, they were yeah. on delivery. So I want to see an improvement um, on that moving forward. Great. Fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us again. Yeah, pleasure to speak to you and uh, look forward to talking soon. I hope Absolutely. you can do one another one soon as well, Paul, because you always make some brilliant points as well. Very, uh, very good. And uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Cheers, and you. See you soon. Everybody. See you later. Bye. 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 Yeah, how good's that for um for Paul? Um, that's quite a thing because there was loads in there, and he and I say he would it. He is very very modest. Um, but um, look forward to getting him on and talking more about that. Just backstage at the moment, we've got James, Manny, and Vinny. So next up is going to be young James. Hello, James. Welcome. Hi, James. Yeah, turn on your sound so we can hear. Are go. you okay? Yes, are you? Yes, I'm good, thank you. Very good after last night. Yeah, I know it's a good performance. <laughs> um, how did you? How did you and your mum find it? Um, I think my mum was more stressed than me. Obviously, being autistic, I don't like to get too overwhelmed. If you're to be, because it's I do have meltdowns. But uh, I think, like you, Dave, I think on the I, I, I said, if we had like a little um bingo draw like what numbers Dave going to get stressed at not like a horrible way because you always go this is the stressful part and uh, I said 86 22 my mum was right I think you said it on 91 something like that and she goes I win I goes you win then like that but uh yeah 
Dave gets stressed. I never. <laughs> I do get stressed those last five or ten minutes every game. It's kind of like the anxiety goes up. Although I was fairly chilled out because I thought we managed the game well at the end. I think so. That's what you need to say. They always they need to have more than one goal in it. That's what gets us stressed is the fact that it's always like a one nil or a two one or something. Yeah. That's what gets the heart levels up. I said the other week to my dad, I was like, imagine. Do you reckon if they did like a study on? people's like cardio and life expectancy football fans would have a lesser life expectancy because of the stress on their heart at the end of games yeah. i reckon i reckon there's something in that to be honest anyway you usually ask stat man speedy so what stats have you got for me today fantastic here we go <laughs> just quickly about cardiovascular i think mom i think i'd be about 20 which is about eight anyway i'm joking <laughs> uh, thanks for letting me on the show. I know they say this every time. Hello, Magic Moss, if he's watching. He's a, he's a legend, Dave, uh, and should be proud. Uh, and uh, like you said, Dave, there's a stat for you. First time in 17 games, Wolves have scored first, I think. I'm not 100%, but I think that's... Uh, well, I think I'm all right with that, hopefully. Uh, so, shots, Wolves had 15, Leeds had 18. On target, Wolves had five, Leeds had seven. Uh, possession, 41% for Wolves, 59 for Leeds. Passes, 308 for Wolves, 440 for Leeds. Uh, passing accuracy, 75% uh, for Wolves, 80% for Leeds. 13 fouls for Wolves and 8 fouls for Leeds. Yellow cards, Wolves had the only one and Leeds had none. No one got sent off, thank goodness. Um, offsides, Bamford for Leeds. And I don't know who was offside for Wolves, I'm afraid, but Wolves had one. Corners, seven uh, and uh, for Wolves and nine for Leeds. Um and then, sorry, you're like, you can question me now. Sorry. <laughs> I love the stats. What's your favourite stat out of those, Speedy? Oh, oh thank you. Which one, which, one, which one impresses you most? Um, I'd probably say, for me, when I play football, I like passing the ball rather than being greedy. So I like probably the passing accuracy the most, really. So, yeah, the yeah. passing accuracy for asking, by the way. And that's um, that's quite that's high for both teams, really. So yeah, it shows it, what a competitive it shows what a competitive game it game it was. It was, an, it was an intense game, and I think my mum said, "Do you think it'll be a high scoring game?" I goes, I goes, "No, I think both teams are so so similar and so well drilled and so well drilled and so um, organised. It was always going to be like like your dad says, Dave Magic Moss, it's always Wolves are going to create their own luck. And I think they did. Obviously, it was a great strike. I hope Adama's back to kick. So I know he's an absolute brute. He's massive, is his hench. But I hope he's all right because, well, he's a great player and it was a great goal. And, uh, yeah, I think Wolves did get the luck. But that's football, really. But, yeah. And, and by the way, I do feel much calmer. I know every time I come in, I'm like, like oh, you know what I mean? But I feel so much calmer today. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm talking, I feel more calm, if you know what I mean. I'm, I'm happy, if you know what I mean. But... Yeah. Good. That's good. So to finish off, who was your man of the match and what was your overall rating? Uh, man of the match. My mum said Semedo because she thought he had his best game. And I do agree. To be honest, when Semedo first came in, I thought, because he's come from Barcelona, you expect this bet, like a great defender. Because like, Doctor was such a, gr a great right back. Sorry, I'll need to look at the camera like my mum says. Because um, <laughs> Doctor such a great right back. Oh, I don't, I'm just going to look at the cat. I can't. Oh, crap. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Don't look if you don't sorry. need to. Sorry, I, I, sorry, I, it's not personal to you. I just can't focus. Um, so, yeah, Patricia was my man of the match. Um, it's by, followed by a second, uh, by a close, uh, so a close second Semedo. 
um, he had his best game for me. First half rating was a seven. Second half was an eight. Um, great goal of Dharma. Um, entertaining game. And I've got an additional note if that's okay or am I run out of time? You can say you do additional note. That's fine. Thank you very much. So the four points off seven, like Thomas says, and I believe they could get Europe. That's me being positive because I, I think like you should be positive in life. Um, keep the momentum going because obviously, like um, Scott said, March is going to be a difficult month. And also, Dave, if possible, and Amy, sorry, Dave and Amy, if possible, could I come on the Newcastle game as I've got a special guest with me on the Newcastle game? And you'll, you'll like him. You'll like him. Is yeah. That, um, is that the extra time show for Newcastle, James? I'll let, I'll let you into it. My mum said not to tell you because it's a surprise. But basically, we've got this well, dog. Keep, hold the surprise there. No, we don't want to know. We don't want to know. Don't tell us. Don't tell us. Do what your mum says. I mean, I'm Neto listens to his mum, so you oh, should as well. Listen to your mum. You did it. Mum, I'm listening. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll get you into, and the surprise on for Newcastle, your book. Yeah. Just make sure you message us. I will do. Thank you very much, legends. Thank know, you. Have classic. a good day. Same to you. Fantastic. Bye, bye. What a lovely young bye. man he is as well. Um, oops, sorry. <laughs> you... Sorry about that. I'll <laughs> take the wrong one there. <laughs> sorry about that. I'll be that. off. See you, Dave. Oh, James is trying to get you on, trying to get you on the main house. Sorry about that, Amy. Um, I am laughing a lot today, which is brilliant. Uh, next up, we have our fellow Always Wolves uh, podcast host and Samosa King, Maddie. How are you doing? you? calling you? Have you walked there? It's the best place to be on a Saturday, isn't it? Come on. Well, normally, yeah, it would be, yeah. It's the only place to be. I'm just knocking on the door. Nobody will let me in. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody let me in. How are you doing? All right, thanks. How are you? I'm fine, thank you very much. Good. How did you tell us your thoughts of last night? Oh, last night was um, uh, a good. He's still there. Solid, He's been there since last good, night. Solid, again. strong performance. <laughs> you know, um, started uh, pressing higher, which we don't do. Uh, Wolves are the worst side in the Premier League in last third pressing stats, and I think yesterday. It must have been our highest pressing game um, in the final third of, of the season. And it told. It seemed like Nuno had decided to play Leeds at their own game. Um, uh, because we know that's the kind of thing Leeds do. Um, yeah. It left us, you know, really comfortable because we play five at the back. The, the defence looked solid, as always, you know, in that five. Conceded very little. Um, apart from set pieces where, let's be honest, I don't know what the hell was happening at that far post. It seemed like Leeds had like five players every time the ball went in. So that's something they've got to sort out. But um, it was just a solid, strong 50-50 game. We can't say we totally and utterly dominated it start to finish and we were the only winners. And it, in those games, you need a moment, don't you? You just need a moment of a bit of inspiration. And the inspiration is provided by... One man who gets so much, he gets so much stick, you know, because we expect him to beat 10 men and score in the top corner every time he gets the ball. Adama plays high-risk football. High-risk means he gets the ball and he tries to beat everybody with his pace. Now, nine times out of 10, you ain't going to actually be successful with that. 
But that one time, that one time, you might just win the match. And that's what he provides. Somebody asked me yesterday, said, what, what do you think of Adama? I said, Adama's like Christmas. And he comes once a year. <laughs> you know, there's only one moment you'll get from Adama, one moment in a game. And it might just win you the game. Um, and he's that type of player. I think we're never going to change him into a 90 minutes constantly. You know, Neto's more of a runner. He's got more fitness. He's, he seems to have more idea. Adama is just a box of tricks. Can he produce something? And in tight matches like that, he can um, he can come up with the goods. And, and he did. And really deserved that goal, didn't they? I mean, the shot oh, was... You know, it was brilliant. a phenomenal phenomenal shot. And the way that he got played in and then he just ran and went round about three or four player, little... Yeah. And they didn't even attempt to mark him, did they? They just kind of just... It's impossible, it is impossible to mark. What they did really well was uh, as soon as he gets the ball, they were on top of him. So that's the only... As soon as he gets the ball, be there. Because if he has a second to touch the ball and turn, then you're sort of in trouble because the only thing you can do then is break it you know, um, bring him down or either he loses the ball through his bad play. So, you know, I thought, yeah, we were on the front foot. Front foot is the key, isn't it? We said that against Southampton and we had a rubbish, probably the worst first half of the season, possibly even worse than the, the cup game. That first half was against Southampton. He changes oh, it. He changes it. Yeah, he changes it at half time, And you have to give him credit because you can give him stick for maybe picking the wrong players or the wrong formation or trying things. But when he gets it right, you have to praise somebody and he's brave enough to switch it. And it worked. We've scored the, the both goals against Southampton and the goal yesterday were, sc were scored because Nuno decided to switch the wingers and they both cut in. You know, Adama's cut in twice. It's created two goals. Neto cut in and produced magic and scored a goal. So... It's, to be it's fair, a big Manny, I, I, I think I mentioned this. I like the fact that they've done that because I think sometimes Adama can get trapped right when yeah. they put three on him. When he does that, when they switch, he's got more open space to run into. Um, and it messes up their game plan because they don't always have him going down the side. Like the goal, he literally cut inside, kept going, kept going. And the shot that he unleashed was an absolute rocket. I mean, yeah. you know... I mean, we got lucky, yeah. But I think sometimes in life you make your own luck, don't you? And it was just, I was like, oh, so unlucky. And then it bounced down and went in. It, the fact that he let the shot go and he had the confidence to do that was brilliant. I've just I think there's plenty, there's, plenty of moments, you know, there's plenty of moments in football. We look in the past where the luck hasn't gone with us, you know, and we think, oh no, how has that happened, you know? And we've had, you look at, Man United away, a nothing game, nil-nil, that's a point. And suddenly the, the striker cuts in, a big deflection in the back of the net. So that happens. You you get good luck, you get bad luck. Rashford made his luck by having a shot. So Triore made his luck by having a shot, you know. And and, he, and there was a lot he did. He ran. He ran about 30, 40, 50 yards and unleashed a rocket of a shot. So he's done enough to create that luck, you know. It's not just being given to him on a plate. And um, it was always going to be that kind of match, one moment, and when we had the moment and we won the match, um, you know, was it three clean sheets in five games? We're looking solid. We've gone back to five at the back. The way we know how to play, uh, the players struggled in the four. We created more, but we struggled at the back. Um, you know, Connor Cody just looks at home since he's had samosas, Dave. Well, he hasn't lost a game. Six points out of six. <laughs> Must be the magic. No, um, and you know, a big shout out to my man of the match, 
Nelson Samedo. He had a great game, to be fair. Rui Patricio just did what it says on the tin. He's a great goalkeeper. And actually, all the saves Rui made, I'd expect Rui to make, all of them, because um, a lot of them were straight at him. But he was really commanding, came out, caught the ball. It was a typical proper Rui performance. So, and it's good yeah. to see because he's, you know, and a few people on here have said, oh, Rui's had his day and stuff. So it was really good to see him do what he does I well. Reckon, I reckon back in our day, Gordon Banks and Peter Shelton made the odd mistake. It happens, man. You of make mistakes, you know what I mean? So what? You, like strikers miss chances and goalkeepers make errors. That happens. But, you know, when it comes to that big moment in a tight game and you need your keeper to pull off a save, to win the game. He does that, and he can do that in those moments, you know. I'll tell you what, Manny, I'm glad he made that save from Costa at the end. Can you imagine it, Costa had a score? <laughs> well, you know what? We know when former players come back to <laughs> back to Molyneux. We know. We've had it in the past many times, you know. You're always dreading, you know, them coming up and turning up and doing something. And, yeah, that was that was a, a, a pretty bad moment for us. But he, he was there to save it, and it's part, of the, it's part of the gameplay, isn't it? Saving goals is as... Big as scoring goals, you know. So, um, uh, yeah, brilliant. But Nelson Samedo, you know, he what what happened with him is he's been freed up. Him and Adama just does not work. Both of them don't know how to play with each other. Adama doesn't know where to go. They make the same runs. They get in each other's way. As soon as Adama switches the other side, Nelson Samedo's got the freedom, got the freedom to do what he wants. He's an attacking fullback in a five suits him. And you know, guy could have scored. He just could score a hat trick yesterday. Yeah, ball back, you know. Really so, good. um, he, he, hats off to him because the thing is, he got so much stick, so much stick because again, it's all that money, and he's from Barcelona, and he must be a sensational player. And it just doesn't work like that. No, we see with William Jose, you know, scores goals in La Liga, comes here. It's a faster game, faster game, it's a faster physical game. game. It's, it's constant. You don't get a moment, and you can see him slowly improving and adapting. He just gets a little bit tired. But another last bit, Silva coming on those five minutes when Fabio came on. In five minutes, Fabio looked brilliant, ran everywhere, showed the ball. Had I was a shot. impressed with him the, when he came Never on. Did. It's so and easy. That's what for the plan was. That's yeah. what the plan was. You know what? If you think about it, it would have been so easy for Fabio to hide and think of, I'm suffering and just see the five minutes out. And he wasn't. He showed for the ball. He, 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 he wanted the and that's what we bought him for. He's 18 years old. People writing him off. I've heard people writing him off on even on this channel, you know. And it's just horrific that Ridiculous. an 18-year-old kid will be written off, you know. Ridiculous. But when, anyway, when, he's what, 20, finally... when he's 26 and 27 and got 200 goals, we'll probably think, bloody hell, why did we write he'll him off? He'll have a statue where you're stood now if that happens. He may, he may do. He may do. He may not. But the thing is, the point is, whether he whether he scores goals at Molyneux or he serves food at Asda, we don't know, you know. But the thing is, you got to give him a chance at 18 to prove Absolutely. himself. And he has it. You can't write an 18-year-old kid. I wouldn't write my own son off if he had a passion at 18, would I? So um, uh, definitely a good performance, but not keep a bit of balance. You know, this isn't. You can't one week say, oh, we're going to get relegated because we've lost, and the next week say. Oh, we're gonna go into Europe. You're gonna have a bit of balance about yourselves. You know, well, that's football in it, mate. You know what yeah. it's like. It's like how people get carried away. Remember when we all thought we were gonna be in the Champions League last year for that period of time? I don't. I don't expect us to get into Europe this season. I just want a good, solid, positive 
and get a few players back, get more minutes into Johnny, get Pedence back. Maybe Raul has the odd game if he does. But, you know, just get that team, get that bounce and finish positively, playing on the front foot, scoring goals, conceding less and get back in the st- get back in there next season. Absolutely. And one word, what was your rating? Give me rating, a I'll give it I'll give it a seven because seven out of ten, more than t- more than not, will get your points. You yeah. know what I mean? So that will do. It was it was a Johnny type performance, a, a, a an Irwin Johnny Irwin performance. You know, a seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, it's good to see you anyway at the Molyneux. No problem. And we'll see you on a podcast real soon. Please Manny. don't, please don't report me for being out and about at Molyneux. I actually live here, so it's my home. <laughs> enjoy the rest of your day mate okay see ya bye and thank you and thanks ever so much for Bib who's been waiting very patiently uh, backstage uh, mate, I think it's his debut so let's welcome him everyone uh, to the channel hey Bib hello hello how Hi, you doing Bib. guys you alright thanks hey, for joining thanks. us how are you tell you what what's, not too bad go on what's sorry what's that you want to make What's the points I was looking to make? Um, I w- all I wanted to say pretty much was um, first half was brilliant, carried on from the second half of Southampton. Three people were really, really good. Nelson Semedo, Jean Martino, who again's had a lot of criticism. I thought he dictated the midfield very well. And Neto, I mean, it was like he had that great opportunity and then he took his mum's advice a little bit too literally. He just kept shooting <laughs> yeah. absolutely everywhere. It was quite funny to see. Um, and to be fair... There's not many teams where you can... Obviously, we all know how Leeds play. They like to play that pressing game. They obviously, you know, like to, you know, be straight in your faces. It just seemed as though with us, though, we managed to kind of nullify the press and we kind of nullified what Leeds were very good at. I felt as though we did very, very well in that regard as well. And it's honestly a superb three points. Hopefully, that builds us on to next season where it's all about now seeing who's going to be good enough for next season, who's going to be moving us forward... So I don't think the talk about I think the talk about Europe obviously is a bit too much. I don't think there was any ever really fear of relegation. It's just going to be a case of where can we go from next season? Who's going to be good enough to take that next step? Really? Yeah, definitely. I think you made some really really good points there. I, quite, I, I like the point you made about Matinho because I do think he's had quite a tough time recently with a lot of fans, and I think since he's had that scored that worldy goal against Arsenal, he seems to find in his feet a bit more and. You can just, I mean, the guy is so impressive considering how many games he's played and the amount of time he's been playing football. It's And he just, you know, he's just amazing, isn't he? So it, I think over, like, you couldn't really, they all had a very good game. You could look at each of them and say that they brought, they brought different qualities to the game. I personally like Neves last night. I thought he was so, you know, working with Martino, the way that. he was playing in midfield, he was just got the ball get winning balls they seem to just be they'd lose the ball and what for me they were losing the ball but then in previous games they've laid off the ball they've gone really yeah. backs up against the wall but they're just going for it last night they'd lose it they'd get it back they'd lose it they'd get it back and that was just very nice to see that bit more aggressive side to them um again but yeah i think you made some really good points there Do you think the confidence has seeped back into the side bib um, I'd say that confidence is obviously a massive thing in football and it does look as though the players are playing with a lot more confidence. But I think also in turn, like I've given Nuno a lot of criticism. I, I can't lie. I have were, you a Nuno, were, you, were you a Nuno out person? I'll be completely honest with you and say, yes, I was. And to be fair... Our first one, Dave, that's actually come on. 
No, fair play, to be honest. I mean, there's a few people saying that you, you'd think you're the new no out, but as I think what we've got to do, when you're a channel, you're a game, it's all about opinions and differences. Yeah, absolutely. As long as it's put across in the right way, then all opinions are welcome, whether or not people agree or disagree. Football's about passion. And, no, absolutely. You know, so that's on. All opinions are welcome. No, I've always, I've always, this is, this is one of the reasons why I've said Nuno out. And I'm not going to say 100% that that view has necessarily changed, but it is definitely going in the right direction. The reason why is because if you look at the way that we was playing, I'd probably say from West Bromwich Albion, and even you could probably say as early as Burnley, it looked as though with the performances, there was no improvement. It didn't seem like that there was any, you know, desire to just change. We change the system week in, week out, and it just seemed as though the players weren't suiting either the five or the four at that point. Injuries definitely didn't help us, but at the end of the day, we were still creating a lot of opportunities and still not putting them away. And it just seemed as though like the players just weren't playing for Nuno. And it's all about, is Nuno going to be the man to take us forward? I mean, to be to be quite truthful, I, I was a bit very sceptical, but if we carry on the way that we're going, especially the last two performances... They've shown that there is a direction under Nuno. They've shown that there's a way that we can actually improve. And I feel as though a lot of, you know, views will definitely change on that point of view. But, yeah, I was about to say, Dave, you spot on in regards of, like, passion and everything. Like, everyone's got a different view, haven't they? If everyone had the same view, it would all be boring, wouldn't it? It would all be robots. (laughs) Right, But um, you could see, to be honest, the strain on Nuno's face a few games ago, desperate for the win. And you can see the body language has kind of changed now. And I think... That's the same for the whole squad because there was that stress and worry. When you're going through a through a period where you just can't buy a win, and as a fan, you're looking at it and thinking, where is the next win going to come from? And confidence, it doesn't matter whether you're Ronaldo or Messi or wherever you are, your confidence goes out. You start playing safe. You stop playing free-flowing football. You stop playing instinctively. You pass it sideways. You pass it back, backwards. And sometimes you need a little bit of luck to change the course of, uh, of your game. And we had that against Arsenal. The, and since then, you can see, I think, especially the second half in the Southampton game and how it's carried on into the Leeds game. Yeah. yeah. I believe in the confidence now has seeped in. And the, the, they're starting to play like those little flicks that we expect that 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 they're making those moves. Whereas before, they'd play it safe not to, to make a mistake. And if you play like that and you play in fear, you're always on the back foot. Yeah. So my personal view, Bib, is as I've always, and I think Amy's along the same. I think we have been in exceptional circumstances this year. What with two week break, the injuries that we've had, um, the change information, losing Johnny, selling obviously Doherty, the wing backs, the new wing backs coming in, injuries, and Bolly getting injured, Jimenez getting injured, trying to play the back four, and then not having the players to do it. I think uh, the, the real acid test in terms of Nuno's leadership, and I expect him to pass this test, will be after the summer transfer window, after they've had a proper uh, pre-season and then yeah. 10 games into next season. I think if we were playing the same way as we were 10 games into next season, that might be the point where you think. I think the signs are on the door now that we're coming out of that bad. And sometimes you have to take a, st- a step back, go through crap and yeah. hard times and as an individual and as a team in life sometimes you have those bad moments but you come out strong before it and I'm hoping that's what we're going to see going forward for the rest of the season and into next season. I think everyone's hoping for it to be honest like I think 
for me, it's always been a case of like you everything's all about Wolverhampton Wanderers. And one of the big things that I've always said is like, I don't want the club any room for like sentimental value. If I feel as though either it's a player or if it's a manager, if they're not in the position where to move us forward, then I feel as though that's where you get rid of them. Like That's what we did when we first got promoted. If you remember, Barry Douglas was gone. Yeah. There was quite a few other players that left us as well. Um, and we, we improved on that. This is probably... But you could probably say last couple of windows necessarily haven't been the greatest. We probably haven't added enough depth than what we needed to. And I think that ultimately goes down to Nuno wanting a small squad as well. I just feel as though now we're in a position where it, it looks like we've got the starting eleven pretty much nailed on and we've got that sorted. It's just going to be a case of now just adding extra bodies in those areas, especially if we're going to be pushing towards Europe next season, which ultimately I think that's going to be the aim for many fans. It's just going to be a case of build on for next season and I just hope we can keep Neves and Neto to be honest yeah so who is go on I was just gonna say who's your man in the match and what was your rating um probably say seven out of ten just for the simple reason where um we stick 11 men or we stick everyone behind the ball and we still can't seem to defend set pieces that's been a problem since Nuno first came in um I think probably as well going forward I felt as though shooting from distance we got our luck we made our own luck as well it was just there wasn't really any like clinical like ability in the final third like anyone to sort of add up and link up all the play um man of the match I'd probably say I think Manny made a great point with Patricio that their routine saves are the saves you'd expect to make um I'd probably say Samedo like at points in the first half he was playing as like a right winger but it was it was absolutely brilliant that was that's a superb three points yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on for the first time. It's good to have you on. Making your debut. Well done, mate. <laughs> I was about to say, I was um, not going to lie to you, kind of shaking a little bit. So, you know, it's one of them, really. <laughs> no, Don't it's great. And um, thanks for coming on the channel and enjoy the rest of your weekend, mate. You too, Dave. Stay See safe, you later. Amy. Bye. 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 So, that's some, it's, it, to be fair, it's great to, to have that view come on because, as I say, game's all about opinions, isn't it, Amy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Always about opinions. So, you know, we obviously welcome them and it's just nice to have a bit of positivity, which I think we all we all definitely needed. But, you know, this is a place for people to also have their frustrations equally. We just and, ask and them to be Opinions are, a, are what makes football, is why, why we love football. And as long as it's put away and put across in the right way, all opinions are, are welcome. I think it's been an absolutely fantastic uh, one uh, today. Obviously, because of the uh, the eight o'clock late night, we've had to do it the, the following day. And if we have any uh, midweek games, it's going to be the same sort of thing, isn't it, Ames, as well? Because obviously, both back at working now, back off, uh, you know, you're back off furlough and everything. Back off furlough. And, uh, just to take what what are you what what are your points to take away from to, today's um, extra time, Ames? I think it's just nice to see them have the confidence back and, you know, it just, this period and what's happened over the last few weeks is just what encapsulates why we are football fans and why we support a team like Wolves because we know that it can't, you can't win all the time. It's not possible to win all the time and you have to experience the harder times to appreciate the good times. So it's just really nice that they seem to have started to work things out and it's nice as fans to start to enjoy watching the games again and also look forward to the games, which a few weeks ago was quite a struggle. So, Absolutely. yeah, really positive. Just, 
just to, for us to finish off with, Amy, I think it's a good point. Do you think there's a glimmer of hope of um, sneaking that Europa League, or is that just like a little I mean, bit? I'm, I'm happy with. I'm happy for them to just not get relegated this year. I think yeah. it's a weird season. I still concerns about what will what what the face of football will be next season with everything that's going on in the world so I think let's just have a really positive season you know well off well off the drop um play really well maybe when they're you know completely safe try a few things before they get into the the face Europe would be nice but I'm just happy to see them play well again to be honest what about yourself do you know what um it's funny you think I, 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 I'm a bit like you, Amy. I'm kind of like I feel so much more less anxious now, I, and I think that comes through with the team. And I think that's how we feel because I was looking over my shoulder. I was saying we're not in a relegation battle, but if the results kept going the same way, like we've had ten points out of the last twelve, if you only like had three of those points, we'd only be on like something like twenty six points. Yeah, we're pretty safe now. I feel like that he can take the shackles off. Got to keep the defence uh, strong at the back. If we go and beat Newcastle and we get a result against City, who knows? Then it's possible. Someone said, I think we're only three or four points worse off than we were this time last yeah. year. Is that right? Yeah. And then what did my dad said something the other day? Oh, I can't remember what he said. He was working something out, and he said, "Well, if we do this, win this amount of games, and we'll finish with sixty points, which is more than we've got, we had last year." So. You know, things can change, can't they? Things can change. My prediction is Wolves are going to take points off City because oh, we always do well. You know we always do well against I feel City. It as well. We always do well against City, and I think they'll have to lose points. They're not going to. I don't think they're going to carry on this streak. So you heard it here first. Wolves will take points off. I don't know if we'll win, but I think we'll take points off them. Uh, we are a little bit of a bogey side for City as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. They, so that, that I think psychologically, as well, their players have that at the back of the mind. It's Wolves again when they. And come we should have done us. better. We should have done better against them. But Molyneux, that was a very disappointing game. So I think, yeah, if we carry on this, the momentum from this run, I think we could play them at a very good time. And they've got, like I say, they've got to lose some. They've got to lose sooner or later. We've got Liverpool coming up as well. Um, might not be the worst time to be playing them at the moment either. Well, we've got to beat Liverpool in the league at some point because we only seem to ever beat them in the cup. So it would be, you know, we'll probably, we should we'll have beat, beat we should we should have beat them at Molyneux last year. Like that was ridiculous losing that game. But anyway, we'll probably have two goals ruled out by VAR against them as usual. That's what normally probably. happens, isn't it? Probably. Anyway, so. absolutely uh, fantastic extra time, uh, guys. Thanks for joining us. Join us. Obviously, if the games are early enough, they will be. Sh uh, after the match um but obviously sometimes we have to put them to the next day and it's great that you've still been able to join us thanks to all our guests uh today uh before you go if you could please smash a like on the uh on the video as we uh, as we log out that does help uh with the analytics for our youtube and if you're listening to us uh, afterwards on the podcast um i hope you've enjoyed this one as well and if you want to get on the next one which will be the newcastle just drop the always walls facebook page a message and you can get involved with me and amy on the channel as always we do wish you all you and your families all the best and just to finish so goodbye from me goodbye from me <laughs> and to everyone we are as always always, always wolves, wolves.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.